MGM presents Westworld. Your attention, please. We will soon be landing at Westworld, the ultimate resort. We have you on grid five, over. It consists of three worlds of the past. Locking in now. Worlds where you can live out your every fantasy. There's Roman world, the lusty, decadent delights of Imperial Pompeii. Notify ground crews. Medieval world, chivalry and combat in 13th century Europe. And Westworld, lawless violence on the American frontier of the 1880s. Each resort is maintained by reliable computer technology and peopled by lifelike robot men and women. Let's stand by for resort activation. Ready on six, on five, on four, on three, on two. Activate now. Our robots are programmed to provide you with an unforgettable vacation. Dinner at seven, breakfast at 6.30. Get lunch on your own. Don't look like much here, but we have everything. Mean to tell me he's a robot? What'll it be? Uh, vodka martini on the rocks with a twist of lemon. Very dry, please. Just give him whiskey. He's new in town. Many elements of the Delos Resort are potentially dangerous. That's part of the appeal. Go on. You say something, boy. Kill him. Your move. Technology is designed to provide all this in complete safety. In Westworld, frustrations find release. Desire ends in satisfaction. Let me handle it. And all in a controlled environment. That's not supposed to happen. We know you'll enjoy your stay in Westworld. Hold it. The ultimate resort. Let me do it this time. Where nothing, nothing can possibly go wrong. I'm shot. Go wrong. Raw. Go wrong. Oh, my God. Shut down. Shut down immediately. from MGM, starring Yul Brynner, Richard Benjamin, and James Brolin. Westworld, the ultimate resort. Boy, do we have a vacation for you. For you, for you, for you. Transmission will start in five seconds from now. Five, four, three,
Hello and welcome to Waffle On Podcast. My name is Simon Meddings. And I'm Mark C. Kellen. And welcome to part three of our 12-part yearly service of 1973, celebrating mine and Cal's 50th birthday. Boo. <laughs> I think we probably started every episode. Back. No, like I said, I'm, 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 I'm up. I'm, I'm paid back now. No, I don't want to look at it. I'm, I'm at the stage, you know when you... Saga. You, <laughs> saga holidays. Saga issues. That's when you know is when you start getting them leaflets come through your door. That's it, yeah. Oh. I've had already... Emma has already had, who turned 50 this year, my wife. Start getting loads of things about coach trips. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. no. And you know what happens with a coach trip? Your destination, halfway, you have to go to a garden centre. <laughs> it's like being in Greece and going on a trip, you end up in a fucking leather factory or a carpet. Or a carpet factory. It's like, I don't want to be here. I do not want to look at it. We've had some terrible ones like that. Where it's like, we're 18 years old, on the piss. <laughs> Why are we going to buy a carpet? Uh, Probably some other roll-up thing. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that thing as well when you get questionnaires and your age and it says like 40 to 49. <laughs> That's what Emma said. She had to do the first one for, for car insurance. Yeah. And said that really hit home that oh, really? When you write it down, oh, mm. but you can't do much about it, can you? Can't do much about it. No, just just embracing going grey. <laughs> That's all it yeah. is. Uh, so, Kel, what are we talking about today? We are talking about one of our favourite films, Westworld. And what do we do before we always talk about this and our other waffle lunches? You play some form of seventies music.
Yeah, we're doing the main title with the hovercraft. You know, I love all the mm-hmm. internet music in this film. Oh, yeah. It's a, I don't it's a like all soundtrack. the Adidon thing, 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 all that stuff. It's mm. a bit corny. But I love all the incidental... Yeah, the hovercraft stuff. I love all that in the 70s. Like, Carpenter was doing, weren't they? Like, so just, I love that. Just like, just press a bloody keyboard, one note. Mm, have a bit of a di- you know yeah. a bit of a, like electronic it's brilliant could you imagine Carpenter directing this definitely film? I could you know definitely yeah but before we talk about the film of course we have we got any waffles as well we're just talking about the Mandalorian we have right? two things that need to be talked about in mm. in you know importantly in, importantly yeah. Picard Picard yeah okay <laughs> Mandalorian Mandalorian with caveats caveats for oh, okay with Mandalorian. Now, we've just been talking about this because uh, I usually watch it on a Friday night, but I'm going out tonight, so I watched it last night, like you watch it on a Thursday yeah. night. And even you come in and said, What do you think? And you said exactly what I was thinking. Mm. Empty. Yeah. I said, I described it a lot to you, didn't I? Like candy floss. Mm. It's got to give you a great sugar rush. Yeah. Two minutes later, as if you've had nothing. And that was me. I watched it, I enjoyed it, I went to bed within five minutes. I forgot. I, thought, oh, I can't remember what happened in that. Yeah, you know what? My I, you know what my biggest problem is is the fact that with Mandalorian, I dig Mandalorian. Right, I dig him. I, I think he's ace. I like Pedro Pascal anyway, and I really like Katie Sackhoff and I like her character, Bogatan. right? And I like the fact that there's a certain mystery about him. Mm-hmm. But when you've got all these other Mandalorians, and they don't really seem that cool, man. It's like when they was fighting against that big bird, they were shit. The backpacks ran out. And you think it's on a minute, right? So they're back. Exactly my thing. Right, elite so, troops. So where do they get the fuel? Elite. The start, These right? supposed to be elite, elite warriors of so, the universe. They flew for about five minutes in their backpack right now. So where do they get the fuel on? And why, why is that such a shit design? Yeah. And two, like last night, spoilers everyone in case you're listening to this now. Right? When they go back into the town, right, to see Rocky's mate, Carl Weathers, um, against the pirates who frankly are shit right that is I thought they were quite I thought they were quite poorly done to be honest poorly done even the lead pirate that was done in parts of the Caribbean yes yes it was yeah wasn't it I think is it the second one is that it's about uh, I can't think it's the first or the second one there's that one where there's that lot pirate in the the, he's in the Mm. I can't think of his bloody name yeah in the ship where it's like um He's part of the ship, isn't he? Oh, like isn't, da- that, isn't that um, meant to be Will Tanner's dad? It is Will Tanner. Played by Thingy Skarsgård. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, and yeah. like I said, I, I just thought it was... I know we're getting a cut away because I went online afterwards and people were going, you've always got to remember, it's a kid's show. I have... That's... I understand what I'm saying there, the but... the kid's But show? I'd say the first and second season were a kid's show as well. I don't but think it's it's. I think it's narratively weak. It can't this be, I'm not being funny. It can't. That, no, that's wrong. I'm disagreeing with that because kids wouldn't give a shit who Luke Skywalker. No, was, they wouldn't. That's what right? I thought about. Because when Luke showed up at the end, looking like Luke from Jedi, Return of the Jedi, right? Everyone, all of us, was going fucking yeah, man. That is yeah. ace. Look at this. Because let's face it, it's fandom tick the boxing. Be like we'll talk about Picard in a minute, but. With this, I'm just kind of thinking, you know, the mystique's gone because it's like, well, they're not very good. And I don't, I, maybe I missed something. I don't know why, but why did Bogota, why did that one, who I think is a cool character as well, the one who does all the armour, the leader, like... Oh, she's really good. Why did she ask Bogota to take a helmet no, off and you in between? I don't get I, that. I, I don't understand that because she bathed in the waters and put mm. this finger... I, I, like I said, as, as if the thought, right, I've got to put a big action bit in it, but I think so far, all the action bits have been very same, eh? Mm. It just... What, the fly rat? We've done that. I mean, visually it looks beautiful. The, I mean, it does look not... I mean, the whole place looks nice and you think, I'd like to go there. Oh, yeah, and I just... Like I said, I think with them pirates people, 
I loved it when they did it when they fought in the Empire and then bombers and all that. And also that Lee Piver just looked like something from Disney World. This what the sat I thought. What? Mm. What's that? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm not giving up hope because I trust Nathan. Is it oh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni, and obviously Favre, John Favreau. Yeah. I, I trust him, and I'm, I'm sure it's all leading to something, and I'm sure it's going to make sense. Someone like and we're not the kind of people to give up on a show anyway. That's the thing. I'm just kind of like sometimes less is more, and just having him on his own, not knowing much about the Mandalorian race was super cool. But now I'm looking at him. It's like that, that big guy with the attitude who he saved his son. Just because he saved his son last week when none of the others did. That's just because to show how good they are. And he's got his big Gatling gun. It's like, oh man, this is like fucking Predator. Yeah, and... Do you know what I mean? You know, I think that sort of lot, that character is taken over from that woman who was cancelled in it, weren't it? Yeah, we took She was doing all that with the big Gatling gun. Even though, like I said, whether you believe her politically or whatever, she had a right to say what she wanted to say. And I think, but... She went against Disney, which you can't bloody do. But I think it mm. missed her. I like that thing in the first sort of being misfits together, yeah. a bit like a Dirty Dozen or a Kelly's Heroes. They're all these people who are a bit on the outside. Yeah. But even like, like Mando has become like sort of like a minor figure in it as well. It's like, yeah, more I, Mando. Mm. I don't care about them. I thought there was that bit where in the, the previous episode when he had about the training... Yeah. That train looks she, crap. Just what? Just firing a lake. God, that is that. They're firing it over a lake. Yeah. What? That a lot. What are you just supposed to be? The elite. Yeah. You know, like Boba Fett. Even though Boba Fett's not a man, well, we presume he's not a man. Well, we don't even know he's wearing Mandalorian. But I think they sort of did the same with Boba Fett, didn't they? They yeah. made Boba Fett ineffective towards the end. Mm. And I thought, no. Boba Fett, even though I like the Boba Fett series, Boba Fett was the badass of the... Would you go back and watch Boba Fett? Though? No. no well, I'd watch bits in it because I love bits mm. in it. Like the big, you know, the big Wookiee, the badass yeah, Wookiee. Wookie. I really liked him. I love the bit with the the, the, the Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah. amazing. The bit on the train, amazing. But then that's not to do Boba Fett. Mm. And, and as if the making of, oh, we built them up. And now we've got to, oh, we've got to humanise them a bit. Well, also the part of me is a bit, bit not confused, but a bit, I have mixed feelings about... Um, I'll tell you what character I really did like and I'd like to see more of him was the rebel pilot who went on to the core I was thinking who's this dude yeah, yeah. I want to know more about yeah, this yeah. dude who is he I like the fact he's, he's got his X-Wing he's wearing his orange jumpsuit he goes to that place and you've got the douchebag administrator which you look at this new republic and you think this is just like the imperial thing, isn't it? Well, this it? is what... I know what they're going on, and I can't stand that. I've got to say, it's bureaucracy, yeah. isn't it? That it's the same... Whoever's in charge, it's, it's the, the same. same. Bureaucracy. Like, she's obviously still empire, isn't well, she? Well, yeah, because she did that. And also, I can't stand... Maybe you're not meant to like her. Yeah, she just it. comes across as someone who's interfering, whinge bag, and you think, oh, fuck off. This, the, that's uh, obviously you know. got a way it's going with this story, yeah. isn't it? It's got... But they haven't done it enough. I mean, I suppose at one point now, the fact that we're talking about it and we're thinking yeah, what's yeah. going to happen is, is a good thing. It does that thing because there's nothing worse than watching a television programme and not having a conversation or thoughts or a debate yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe our expectations are too high because of maybe Picard a little bit. Or maybe it's just we're slightly getting oversaturated with too much Star I've, Wars and too. Well, I think there's no doubt that. Yeah. I think the saturation with Star Wars. Look, it be Marvel. Yeah, that's really why Marvel's got yeah. a bit damey, or hasn't yeah, it? Because yeah. too much. I just think, right? I was thinking of them last episode in the other series. Some amazing, like I said, that episode where the you know where they rub the ship. Mm. And there's been an episode like that. No. I just, there's been no episode when I thought maybe the only one when I thought that when he fought that robot. You know, the one with oh, yeah, yeah, Mandor. Yeah. That was an amazing episode. Mm. 
But even that had some weird stuff in it, like them people in the suits that looked a bit... Yeah, I don't get it. That didn't make any sense. The thing so, is, rather, what I'm thinking about now is, if I, I just want to go back and watch Obi-Wan again. Yeah, I just think... And Obi-Wan was a slow pace, but he was meant yeah. to be slow paced. It's yeah. true. But I think the further they get away from the Empire stuff... Mm. The reality is, you want the Empire stuff. I want TIE Fighters, I want Stormtroopers, yeah. I want... And I know that's probably going to come. Yeah, well, I suppose, like, we'll have to wait till next week. Yeah. Days. But it's not, it's not like, when I'm watching it, like, before I was, like, riveted. I find myself, like, sometimes, you know, last night I was looking at... IMD. Drifting off, yeah. I was looking at... IMD. I thought, sure, I, I wouldn't have done that in the other series. Because there's bits of it, like, yeah. It's like, yeah, big ship, yeah, done that. Mm. Done yeah. that. And, like, this, like I said, the my thing is, like... The previous Mandal, what were they like then? Mm. Whether this, whether not that great like they are now? Yeah. The guns don't seem to be that well, great. So, right. Here's the thing: they've all got Mandalorian, the main one. What's his, his name is? Right, has got really shiny, cool armor in it because he's always been upgraded. That like, I can't believe he's not even having his name. What about these others? They've all got shitty armor. They've yeah. all got blue painted armor, orange painted armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that meant to be like their race or their kind of that's their shtick? Or have none of them done anything worthwhile to to, to earn yeah, an extra yeah. piece of armour? Because bloody old um, Grogu's only just got there. Now he's yeah, got a vest yeah. and he's got another piece of armour. It's like as well. Like, if you care so much about Grogu, mm. why would you put him in your ship when you're in the middle of a dogfight? You'd say, you maybe you stop down on there and I'll come and get you mm. later. I suppose... I know you get... The, he's, you've teaching, got, he's a family now. And you've got Shogun Assassin. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all so in That's there, what that was about, really. But I, I don't know, it's good. But I think it was before to me, it was 8 out of 10. I think you're getting into the rounds of 6 out of 10, 6.5 out of 10, compared mm-hmm. to... I think if Picard... Probably, were, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think okay. if Picard weren't on... Well, let's go Let's go on to Picard then. So we, 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 we're we quite a bit into Picard now. We're in our series again. Too quick, too much. We, we haven't seen today's episode. No, no, no. We don't know what's going on today. But, you know... and. Like I said, because normally you watch it before me, don't you? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I ended up watching it before you because I went and saw John Wick the day before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I just sent you a message. I think I said something like, man, these ticks boxes, look out for two things on the computer. I think that's mm. all I said to you. And you got like, so so for some strange reason, Section 31 have Kirk's body yeah. somewhere. You've got the Genesis product somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got Data, Law and B4 all in one. Oh, yeah. And it's like, man, as yeah. soon as as soon as you see Brent Spiner come back, yeah, yeah. And like I said to you, I, I, I not that we, we never really overly share about other podcasts because we're just too busy trying to boost our own. But we both like you, you got me into the Quentin Tarantino Roger, and Roger and Gala Avery's podcast, and uh, I was I mentioned to you about Inside of You yeah, with yeah, Michael yeah. Rosenbaum. Like, yeah. If anyone knows, he's played Lex Luthor in Smallville, and. I listened to the Frakes episode. Now, I used to listen to Inside of You last year, virtually every episode, but because we can't listen to podcasts anymore, well, mm. I'm kind of behind myself. But his Jonathan Frakes episode, which has just come out, one oh, of the yeah. latest ones, is amazing because I love Frakes. Right? Mm. I know some people a bit, because he doesn't turn up sometimes at conventions as he cancels every now. He's well known for cancelling the conventions. Uh, two takes Frakes. Um, but his honesty and his openness, he's brilliant. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. good. And I'm listening to Michael Bean at the moment, and I'm not joking you, because you forget he was in Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. But Michael Bean, um, he's he, the interview with him is extraordinary. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely fabulous. He's so open and honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But after I listened to the Frakes episode, I kept thinking to myself, man, I want to go home and watch TNG. I want to sit down. I want to yeah. start from the beginning. Yeah. I have to grip my teeth through series one and two. Uh, yeah, you know. now, you'd say that, but then some of them, when it's got with Beverly Crusher's love interest, that's where yeah. you think... 
Nah, and that one with the Irish people. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, no, no there's some bloody old. We'll get rid of that one, and I don't yeah. even like the one with Picard and the flute. But there you go. But you know, but the, the, this Picard as and we we got our opinions what we think might happen. We reckon that Picard's going to die in this one, and it's sort so of so I have a send off about a good send off. But that episode where I thought um, Seven of Nine, uh, played by Jerry Ryan. Uh, her her bit in that where she was picking out the ships and you had the Defiant on there and then you had the X, uh, Enterprise X01 reclass so mm-hmm. you, which no one knows about because we haven't had a series of that no so that's obviously Archer ship being redone you had Kirk ship you had uh, and it's like man and I was thinking in the back of my head I didn't I didn't guess that they were going to steal that cloaking device from the no, Klingon no. ship from Voyage Home the Bounty which is like you know the Bounty like it's had such a deep cut oh that that was a, that was like a proper homage as well. But I was thinking to myself, oh, please, man, steal the Enterprise. That's what everyone was... I was thinking, so, well, this is what everyone when, thought it was going to be. Yeah, when I was watching Twitter, and I'd be like, yeah, everyone thought yeah, this is what it was going to be. <laughs> this is how you're going to get um, yeah. on the Enterprise. Steal the Constitution class. The way that he was going, I love the Constitution class, steal it. The only thing that I, 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 I'm not a great fan of what uh, okay I'm interested about the fact that they've stolen Picard's body was a li- I just don't I don't dig the 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 main villain man you know yeah. smoking a cigar you're getting into corny Star Trek corny Star Trek yeah oh is that meant to be the the homage kind of thing I don't yeah, know yeah that's it but, but I reckon Roddenberry would be loving this scene oh, yeah. I, like, I, I, I think like, I was saying to my mate at work right that it was the best 55 minutes of Star Trek I think I've had in 20 years oh gotta agree gotta agree no, no, no don't get me wrong I've liked Oh, I love Strange New World. Really, right, really brilliant like episodes in it. But it's like, that's more like the typical Star Trek where they're building it up slowly yeah, yeah, yeah. and you get crap episodes, right? Mm. You always do in Star Trek. There's been no, no chaff in this no, so far. No. It's all been brilliant. And I think it's really good what they've done because I realise that Patrick Stewart's old now. Yeah. And yeah. he's old and you can see that now. And they've brought these other characters to fill the world up and you don't miss seeing... No, that like with Mando, really yeah. They took it away from Mando a bit in this series, and the bits when he's not on, you want audio, get round to bloody Mando. Yeah, with yeah, this, yeah. you don't mind. Yeah, because you don't I'm, mind a 40 minutes about seven and nine, because you just don't mind. Yeah. And when you've got Frakes in there, you've got LeVar Burton in there, you've got um, the lady who plays, oh, what's her name, Beverly Crusher. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I can never remember her name. Beverly Gates McFadden. And also, it looks like we've got Marina Sirtis, you know, in this one. They better not kill fucking Riker, man. They better not kill. Mm. If they kill Riker, I'm going to really yeah, kick yeah. off. Because they're all back, actually back together now, but the actual crew are all... They're all near enough all back together. Well, we still haven't seen uh, Data, have we? But no. according to the, the trailer, it's going to be Law, isn't it? It's Law, in it, yeah. Would you like... Now, this is a good segue. You're going to like this. Go on. Now, I know you you love this film, Westworld. Right? Oh, and you said, you said to me, you've got lots of facts. Oh, Can shit. you link Star Trek to this film? Yeah, it's uh, Mar- Marjorie Barrett. Oh, I was hoping that Don't you Don't get me with that! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that Mar- Marjorie Barrett's the thing. She's the longest running yeah. uh, uh, cast member of Star Trek in all of them. She- now, am I slightly wrong in saying that? I thought it <laughs> This is going to sound terrible because I didn't know it was Marjorie Barrett when I was watching it. It weren't until I was doing the writing of the script. I thought it was a bloke dressed up as a woman. All right. <laughs> I thought, oh, is that a bloke? That's really 2023. It is a bit, isn't it? It is a bit. <laughs> but what, what year is this film set? So, oh, it's set in a... Is it, uh, is it 2000 and... No. Is it not? 83? 83. It's meant to be set. It's a bit like Space 1999, isn't it? They well, got this series. That's a fucking miles out of Space really miles out of Also, Moving the Moon. What are they thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this was written by and directed by Michael Critchen. Now... 
John Michael Crichton, born October the 23rd, 1942, in Chicago, uh, passed away May 22nd, 19... Uh, sorry, he was 84 when he... Uh, well, I don't know, I've got there. Oh, no, I've got over, sorry. And he passed away aged 66 in California. Other pen names for Michael Crichton, John Lang, Jeffrey Hudson, Michael Douglas, not that one. Um... He had done his novels include there's quite a few of these here right. which are pretty good. The Andromeda uh, Strain, I love that film. The Terminal Man, The Great Train Robbery, like which that. got made into the first Great Train yeah, Robbery. Yeah. Congo, Sphere, Jurassic Park. These are novels, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Rising Sun, Disclosure, The Lost World, Airframe, Timeline, State of Fear, and next in 2006. Uh, he also directed a directed coma, a first track around the Looker and Runaway in 1984. He was also the creator of the television series ER. Now that's a pretty impressive yeah. resume there, isn't it? Oh, very good, very much so. I mean, he's a very intellectual bloke. Don't agree with his thing on climate change. Oh, no, he's a very... But uh, he's dead now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he had some very unusual... He has a This came out in August the 17th, 1973. A classic, brilliant running time of 88 minutes. Perfect. Uh, nicely edited. Country of uh, origin, of course, United States. Uh, had a budget of 1.2 million and made 10 million at the box office, which is pretty good. No, really? I say. Now, we're not going to go into too many people here. In fact, we've only got three people, really. The three main characters. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. Quite a lot, lot of us. So let's talk about Yul Brenner. Oh. Born Yuli Brozovic Brenner, July the 11th, 1922, in Vladivostok. What a good... I mean, you miss them days. I know, yeah. Proper yeah. Russian name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And he died October 10th, 1985, aged just 65, in New York City. Um, now, his citizenship, have a go, have a bang on this one, right? Far Eastern Republic, 1920 to 1922. <clears throat> Soviet Union, 1922 to 1927. China, 
He did it 4,625 times on stage. What? Okay. It became his best-known role, and he appeared in the original 1951 production, the later touring production, as well as the 1977 Broadway revival. What did he have? A London production in 1979, and another Broadway revival in 1985. Bearing in mind... He passed away <laughs> in 1985. But imagine well going the to the stage and watching your Brenner. But the thing is, he, he can't sing that well, really. <laughs> no, it's quite no. flat. But oh, you know what? Give me that over some lovely singing any day of the week, you know? Yeah. Like, a bit like the way you had Lee Marvin singing and Clint Eastwood singing in... Um, what's that bloody film, you know, where the bloody... You know, I was born. Oh, um, yeah, um, the, the Hellways, uh, Marvin. Yeah, uh, yeah, Marvin. Yeah, yeah. What's that film? Uh, Paint Your Wagon. Paint Your Wagon, right. I don't care that they can't sing. Give <laughs> me that any day of the week. I like like dancing or singing. I like people who put passion to it better than a technical person who's got no interest in it. I, th- I think you're right. And, yeah, uh, uh, would you say the same about Pierce Brosnan in um, yeah, uh, yeah, Mamma Mia? Yeah, but I only got Which through... I don't think his singing was that bad. No, no. I only got through 25 minutes of that film. It yeah, just, it's not, it's not. It just gets... Uh, uh, Hmm. At least it's a bit more of a fun thing, though, isn't it? It's not like, uh, it's not like Les Mis where they talk sing. Oh, I like that. No, singing storylines. Singing storylines, no. I'm no. going to the door <laughs> to open the door. <laughs> oh. Would your nightmare be sitting with Alfie Bow? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> oh. I don't mind a song in a, in a film. In a film, yeah. I've got no problem. Like, like, I'm half and half about Guys and Dolls, right? Mm. I like Guys and Dolls because I, I, I know the story about them two games. Yeah. What about West Side Story? Yeah, it's another one mm. like that. I like it. But it's quite hard to watch these days because it's so theatrical, isn't it? It is a bit, yeah. And it's kind of... Mm, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like a musical, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of, like, Phantom of the Opera. But again, that's that's like a... You know, it's all, all that in it. But that's what you pay to go to. Yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. seen it. I'd like to go to an opera. But I'd, I'd like to go to an opera in Italy. Well, yeah, I want to be in it, so I want to, ex, you know, experience. Because mm. I think that's opera, the experience. It's the experience of Os- mm. Oscars. And, uh, Would you go to a ballet? You know, we're talking about my wife saying that, no. No. It's the one thing I can't call my wife. Is it because of the cod piece? (laughs) No, yeah. I was was, jealousy. What was the the comedy film where Adam and they were standing on (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's in something. Is that Police Squad or something like that? Isn't it in uh, one of the Naked Gun films where he goes to watch it? And they're standing on it, isn't they? Um, (laughs) But now it's too much for me. Yeah. It's just too much... I think maybe because I'm not that age. Uh, maybe if you. I just I just remember some. Sorry to go backwards and forwards, but I just remember. Did you notice the? I only noticed this last night. I because I, I read it. Under Mandalorian. Sorry to go back to Mandalorian. Remember that wicked scene that we saw the week with the Jedi, and it was the uh, the black actor playing the Jedi, oh. and, he, and he was going through. And he was like, "Amazing." Do you know who that was? Who was it? Jar Jar Binks. Was he? Yes, <laughs> as Jar Jar Binks. Well, the actor who played yeah. Jar Jar Binks. No, you want more about him. I want to know more about him. I think that's been the best part of all of this Mandalorian. I want to see him. Right, because my problem with like the Jedi is they're all generally crap. Was his name Ahmed Best? He my was, wasn't it? Yeah. But what a Jedi was actually really, really a good. Jedi was good. Do get because my back problem, they're fucking down play the Jedi. They're all a bit crap. That's yeah. my big problem with them. Phantom Menace and all them that. There are these amazing Jedi's and they could be you can sneak up to them and shoot yeah, in the back. Shoot in the back. They're supposed to have the force in that. They yeah. could be aware of everything all the time. I don't think they like the spider sensor. 
No, but like at least that that Jedi he could beat in loads he was, of them. And he didn't he didn't die, so where is he? Yeah. Maybe we'll get some more flashbacks from Grogu. Anyway, anyway, move on. Um, so the next one in this, and uh, I'm glad I got it on my phone, is Richard Benjamin. Really good in it. May the 22nd, 1938. He's now aged 84. What? He's an actor, director, and producer. Got a little bit of a fax for him here for you, Cal. After directing for television, his first film as a director was a 1982 comedy, My Favourite Year, starring your favourite Irish stroke Englishman, Leeds, uh, Peter O'Toole. He was nominated for an Oscar for Best Actor in the Role. His other films as a director include City Heat... Uh, 1984 starring Burt Reynolds and Clint Eastwood uh, The Money Pit starring Tom Hanks oh I like that film I like, I like that. that film My Stepmother is an Alien uh, starring Dan Aykroyd and Kim Basinger Mannequin uh, oh I like Mannequin oh, sorry, no no sorry not Mannequin Mermaids <laughs> sorry Cher and oh, no, <laughs> Made in America oh right with Whoopi Goldberg and yeah, Dick yeah, Garson yeah. Uh, Milk Money don't know what that one is with Melanie Griffiths and Ed Harris, and he also did Mrs. Wintermartin, starring recent Oscar winner Brendan Fraser. So he's, he's really done good. bloody good there. He's isn't really he? good in this. Really good. Uh, there was one point uh, in this film. Uh, no, let's just let's talk about the next actor first. No, no, Alaska. Uh, James Brolin. Brolin uh, he plays. Oh, I should say that Richard played Peter in this, and James yeah. Brolin plays John. Uh, born Craig Kenneth Brudelin. Oh, right. Uh, as otherwise, as I call him. Uh, Thanos' dad. Yeah, his yeah. son is just right just bro. He's so, he's got so much charm. No, so much fucking charm. And when he's got his cigar like that, he's, he's loving going, it. Oh. And also, I've got to say, probably because of fact I tried to do the same thing with my yeah, hair. This he's morning. so cool. How cool is his seventies hair, man? Yeah, yeah. He's got it drawn back to start off with. Then he flicks there. You notice I've got my side part yeah, in there going yeah, under yeah, that. Yeah. I'm thinking he looks the business now. He was born July the eighteenth, nineteen forty. He's currently eighty-two years old, still alive, thankfully. Yes. He's best known for his TV roles, such as Stephen Killy on Marcus Welby, MD. These are stuff that we don't really know about. Uh, he was in Hotel, he was in Life in Pieces, uh, and, of course, he was in Westworld. And he was in Catch Me If You Can as Jack Barnes. I don't remember him in Catch Me If You Can. Oh, yeah. hmm. And he's also in the spin-off film Lightyear. Uh, now, he, now, this is what I wanted to ask you. Did the wrong person die? Mm. Mm. Interesting that, right? Because uh, because Richard uh, Benjamin's character Peter, who's the guy who is is kind of like is a bit like what me and you say sometimes when we go to like conventions. Part of us wishes we could have that thing where you could be a cosplayer, but we haven't really got that oomph about it, have we? We're no, we're a bit, we're, we're a bit, bit too, too reserved, aren't we? A bit too embarrassed. Too embarrassed. A bit too reserved. And he's his character. He's really reserved. and need to start off. We don't. He doesn't really know what's going on. He doesn't sort of like. He moans about the hotel bed being because it's set in the west. Where yeah, yeah. Dates, where uh, set in the you know the wild west. Yeah. Yet, um, Brolin's character is kind of like he's yeah, up yeah. for it straight away, and then he, but he's done it before exactly he's done it time. But I love that bit with Peter when he's like, uh, you know, when he can't get into it at first. Yeah. Which is what you're saying. He's like that. I love that bit, and then, and then he goes with the the girl. The hooker, and then I love that bit where he goes. He's like sitting down and he's in the bath. Yeah, and he puts his hat. He goes. He goes. I'm having so much fun. Yes, and I love that I love line that because bit. that's the line where he. He's chat. He's he, gone over to it. He's accepted. Because it, isn't he? you know, it's about this film. We're going to a deeper thing here now, right? That a lot of films in this seventies period. Now, the TV series of Westworld, which I will talk about in a bit. Yeah. Very much talked on this. It's about being a man. Yeah. Now, you think about this film, it's not far off the same period as, uh, as uh, 
Oh, what's the one with the Gnome and the Canoe? Oh, uh, Deliverance. Deliverance. Same kind of thing. I think in the 70s, yeah. this is when Peck and Pa was 70s, it was all about men feeling like men. Yeah. Doing man Even though that, whatever that is, could be toxic or wrong, you think about Deliverance. Yeah. The tough guy is Burt Reynolds. Yeah. But it's not the Burt Reynolds character that gets him out of trouble in the end. No. It's the so the city guy. Hmm. Like this. Is that, the, is that the guy who gets unfortunately raped? That's yeah. Ned Beatty, isn't Ned it? Be- Ned Beatty's It's right about how they become men. Yeah. And the so-called manly bloke, his accent's a bit fake. Now, you could say this is like this, couldn't you, where you've mm. got Bronin's the manly. He's like, he loves it. He's happy being violent and shagging and drinking, mm. where Peter's not. But when he has to, he actually is more of the, the, yeah. the macho figure. The macho he does thing. the macho thing. And I think in the 70s, we're talking about this so much... Mm. And like in the eighties, it become sort of college flat years. Yeah, it was, and it was like in the mid eighties, it was uber masculine. It was Schwarzenegger, all this. Then in the nineties, it went back from that, didn't Mm. it? It pulled back from that when it was your average Joe. You had like falling down. So there's something about Mary. So about the and I think this why this movie is such a brilliant timepiece. And in the TV series of. Westworld, they touched on this a lot more. Okay. Because it's interesting to see you have most of it. It's very really no, no. the same sort of the basic plot is there. Obviously, it's very different. It's, is there any way where I can watch that? Because I, I couldn't watch it because I didn't have... Style. No, like I said, to me, if you could pick that up cheaply... Yeah. Because there's only two series, isn't there? No, nah, there's like five. Oh, is it? But okay. what I'd say, you do not need more than one and two. Oh. One and two did, did it all, yeah. and then it was really popular, so they carried it on. Then it really lost its. I mean, really, really lost. lost. A bit like the further they got away from what it was, hmm. you know, like all spin-offs or anything. Like a bit like, I'm not. It's not at the same level, but like on the buses or whatever. When it took it out, <laughs> okay. Do you know all them films of like I being served? And, yeah, the yeah, further yeah. you got away from what it was, the yeah. less. Uh, a, bit, a bit like when uh, they took uh, uh, Only Falls and Horses out of Peckham and into Miami. Miami twice, it's yeah. not, that great. not that great. And I think this was a problem with Westworld. They'd done everything in them first series of the TVs of Westworld, and they went somewhere else, and it weren't as good. But they took on this macho thing when it was it was like it was like a wimpy guy, uh, his mate who knew everything. Because it starts off the same with them, mm. even though, you know, with that bit where they're getting changed. That bit, they're all women and they're all shagging them as well. Because in the TV series, it's a lot more about sex. It's right. a lot more about well, sex. Well, I'm going to ask you about this because in the, the, as the film starts off as, as the sound, uh, sorry, the, the theme tune is the hovercraft. It's called the hovercraft. And so they go on this hovercraft going to the the, uh, the the resort, really, isn't it? It's like a yeah, big, yeah. big resort where you can either go to Westworld, you can go to Medieval right. World, or you can go to Roman World. And the idea is you go and live this experience, right? Don't know why they don't do that now, actually, where you could be a cowboy for, for a week or something like that. It's $1,000 a day, so which, it, which is probably about eight grand yeah. now or something. Um, but on there, you see some of the people you're going to see in the film later on. You see that, that bloke who goes to Medieval World, and presumably his wife goes to Roman World because he looks at her slightly dubiously. And then you've got the banker, who's just enthusiastic, isn't he? You can't wait. He's got his glasses on. Like, he comes to sheriff later on. And his character gets, you don't know... Now, does he get killed? You don't know. Like I said, no, that, oh, there's no, a big. No, I've said there's a big thing there. They build his little character up like yeah. that sheriff, and then all he does, he has a bit of a fight, yeah. and then it leaves him alone. You don't know what happens yeah, so to him. Thing you see you him never see what happens to him. But what I do like about this is that you, you build up. It's a buddy buddy thing that him and his mate. Uh, 
Brolin's character has been there before. He hasn't. It's his first time. And you work out, it's really nicely done, the fact that he talks about his wife, his wife, his ex-wife briefly, doesn't it? He goes, can't you get over it now? It's been, you know, so long. You know, you're here to enjoy yourself. And it's literally, you don't get the thing that he's brought his mate to this place because he had a good time. He shagged some yeah, robots. Yeah. He killed some people, got it off his chest or whatever. And he thinks that's what's... And I think that's wonderful, that is. That's a brilliant bit of actual character development. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't know much about... No, um, but they don't know that. No, he goes, come on. It's been six months. It's your wife. It's his wife. I think that sums up him. Yeah. That's yeah. the point because he's... Like, there's a very interesting thing in the TV series where they talk about who's actually human hmm. because the robots actually have got more... In the TV series, have got more empathy and you feel sorry for them where the people, the rich people, are living horribly. Because when you step back, it's horrible what they're doing, really. Hmm. I want to give up my life, of, like, however long they're there. I want to fuck, kill, hmm. fucking... Ra- do whatever I want, rape, ravish... <laughs> and it's acceptable. It's acceptable. Yeah. Right? And it's like, in a modern society, why would you do that? Mm. Why would you need to do that? And I think this is what the 70s were talking about. And I think in... Because we're really... They're all rich people. Yeah. Right? And in the TV series, that's a lot more. Now, did, than, did you watch... Obviously, I don't think you watched it this time because you watched it many times before. Have you watched it with Emma? What? Westworld. Yeah. Now, I watched it with Natalie, and the one thing she turned around to... Actually, I watched it with my daughter as well, because I wanted to get her opinion on it. Yeah. And her opinion was, it's not as good as the Leonardo DiCaprio yeah, one, because yeah. we watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, but it seemed quite but creaky to a younger yeah, people. That but there's literally nothing. This resort is not for women at no, all. That, there's nothing for women there. Because no. you think about it, Westworld is cowboys. Now, that's not to say that a woman couldn't enjoy being a cowboy, but in Wait, this film... And it's set clean all them. Yeah, yeah, right. But you don't get that impression for this, yeah, from yeah, this yeah. film, right? Medieval world, what were you as if you was a woman in medieval world? Fuck, you're the fucking victim. You're, you're either a princess, yeah, or you're making mud cakes in the field, aren't you? Yeah, or you're being ravaged by the fucking local. Yeah, or with a lot with the knights. Yeah. Roman world, that's just basically an orgy. So you, if you, now, now, there is a woman who goes there, and you, clearly that's made obvious on the hovercraft that she's going there because uh, yeah. she wants to have it's a like I said if, if you know I think that like I said I think you're going to this film it's, it's like only like I wouldn't even call, I wouldn't really call it a PG these days no it's quite lightweight really yeah. isn't it and I think we're in the TV series that did that and they really went on that yeah like it wasn't really about violence in Westworld, mm. the TV series, I mean. It was more about sex. Oh, well, okay. Right? And that's what it was about, that mm. it was like you could give up your morals. And the main character in... Uh, well, it was all about Westworld series was about one of the prostitute women. Yeah. You know you know the bit where she's, like, lying in bed and you know, it, just, it was really cold? Mm. Right? So another thing you don't say. You, you know, they talk about that they've got no body heat. We'd be shagging something really. That'd be like that's yeah, and that's something you don't care. But in the TV series, the warm, mm. and that's what you don't know in the TV series. It's all about her realizing. Wait a minute, it's about impact female, but it's like, is this what about the women? What do the women do? Mm. And you're right there. It's a very like I said, macho seventies view yeah. of thinking, and the women are sidelined in this film. Like my wife said, she loves this film, but it really annoys her. The women have nothing to do, mm. but be ravished it's a shame we didn't see I mean I know you can't because the, the central plot of this is the two, it, yeah. the two male characters right but it would have been interesting 
whether it could have been a spin-off or, or if the film was a bit longer, what that other woman who was going to the Roman world was doing, because she's going there, she knew what she's doing. She's going there for some good, a good time, and there's nothing wrong with that no, at all. No, just a few of fun. I don't think you'd have a better time being in the a Roman world. noble. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if you're up for it, my God, you're oh, yeah. all off the... T- so, you know, there is that interest in that but there's only one point of that, you know. And I was... I was thinking to myself you know, when you were a kid and you watch this you're thinking man this must be wicked you get to go and shoot people you get to get to go out with really good looking girls and you can sleep with them and everything like that when you're a kid you think that's the best thing in the world you get to drink whiskey yeah, yeah, meat because yeah. you think it's yeah. going to be really nice and then when you get older and you look at it you think to yourself I could do the killing I could do the gunfighting gun and the bank robbery which they ignore which is weird actually there was a reason for that because that was an edit in the film that was longer when you saw that but you don't see it in the film oh, yeah, you can see this it's cut down yeah it is cut down and rightly so because it does take away from the pace of the film but thinking now you know would I would I be happy to go with a robot woman right and you think to yourself well I have someone who kind of like really likes to get to know people before I get into oh. relationships anyway I always have been I'm thinking, I don't really think I could. And all right, I, like, I think the sex scene is really good in this film. Oh, it's done well. It's done well because of that she's, she's the one who makes the moves and all that because she's programmed too, obviously, and stuff like that. And I mean, although he's the one who first jumps into bed, let's get ready to rumble and all that kind of stuff. But he does come across as quite a passionate. Yeah, you yeah, know, he's yeah. kissing. He's that seventies way of just kissing and and that. It does come across as if you don't see the Brolin's character one because I reckon that was just kind of a hardcore sex thing, right? Yeah. But he's very passionate yeah, about yeah. it all, and I do quite like that. But he is interested in the way that she just suddenly goes, her eyes go silver yeah, for yeah, that, yeah. that couple of seconds. You think, what's going on there? Is it a reset? Or yeah, yeah. Like well, as well, I think you can see the bit there with like uh, Brolin's attitude to sexiness as well. That you can see what it is by because of that bit where um, they're going up the stairs with the woman mm. and they said, "Oh, there's a there's a bank robbery outside. There's a bank robbery outside." And he, and Peter goes, should "I think go- we should go and help." Okay. And Brolin goes, "No, no, this is better." And yeah. walks up the stairs. And I think you can see there what they're both after. Well, he's at though because he's already been there. He's all, yeah. And it's obviously it's got to be the same scenario every time. It's the program, isn't it? So well, maybe he's already. Maybe he did get involved with the bank robbery the first time, and he's thinking, no, nah. because that's what I'm saying. Now I think he's more because he's not interested. When you're on that hovercraft, he's just looking out the window, doesn't give a shit, and he's got the other guys going. Man, do you get a holster where you get tight around your leg? String and that. And the do, you know, do you do that kind of thing with the, what's it called? Um, uh, fanning. Fanning, fanning the gun. Yeah. So I never quite understood that. No, no, I don't know. I think it's just so you don't use the trigger. You just oh, use yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're pulling the, you're you pulling don't use the, the trigger. You just the hammer. Just, yeah, so it's the hammer hitting the bullet. Um, but he's, he's clearly, he's, I think he's got pissed off. We've listened to his mate in a bar in the city, in Chicago, wherever. They're going for after work drinks. All he's talking about is his ex-wife. Right, I'm fucking bored of shit. I'm taking him on the lads' weekend. Yeah, like and he's doing that, and that's why he's thinking like the one, the one, the best thing you can do when you split up with someone, get up there. Like, do you know what I mean? And I think that's what. Well, that's he's that's a male way of dealing with all things. All things, yeah. And like, it doesn't matter what kind of man you are, you know. As we, you know, we talk about this a like, lot. It's like it's ingrained in you. Do you think that'll solve your fucking problems? Mm. Right. It's like like a woman won't do that kind of, you know, like. A woman would not say, right, oh, you've lost your husband. Oh, no, I'm going to take you to a lap dancing club. I'm going to pay you, and you're going to have a right old bunk up. Yeah. Right? Now, I'm going to go, no. A bloke go, mm, I'll give it a go. If it don't work, that's the bloke. I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. And, he, and then I think that's what's interesting about this film. Like I said, I think on the surface, it is just like you can watch this as a kid and yeah. just watch it as like, like we did when we were kids when I first saw this. I didn't get all this stuff. No. I just thought, my oh, God, brilliant being a robot. 
And then, oh, you've got your brand of chasing you, even though, like, you think when you're a kid that was on for ages and ages, and it's about basically 20 minutes at the end of the film. Yeah, we know what's my, my, my wife only watched it, me and my wife watched it at Christmas, because we watched it at Christmas as well, okay, and yeah. watched it again, right, because I've forgotten it. Uh, if you know what I mean. Uh, right, I watched it at Christmas, right? I mean, my wife hadn't saw it in about 15 because, oh, can we watch it? Because when I was a kid, I thought that your brand bit went on for eight. I said, yeah. no, 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 it's right at the end. Also, when I was a kid, I wanted to be the gunslinger. Yeah. I didn't want to be the other people. I wanted to be the gunslinger. Yeah. And I remember having a black shirt, black jeans, and a black cowboy hat, and I yeah, really yeah, yeah, wanted yeah. to be, yeah, be yeah, the gunslinger. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because he called the gunslinger. I'll tell you what's one of, there's a thing about this, I, I got what, you know, there's that weird bit, right? And the do this in the TV series really, really well was of a night, mm. right? When it goes night, then they come out and get the people or the buddies. Yeah, the collector. Why did they come out with that big light? <laughs> that bit, I always used to wind me up as a kid. You don't do anything. You wind me up this time as well. Oh, they're going, oh, here we go. This guy, they can see. Yeah, when he come through the window. I can see. So I was going along. Like... No, no. And it's like, I always think them jobs, right? You can imagine, right, when they're all fixing the jobs, doing them, fixing the way, but the job you wouldn't want, right, was like, right, your first day, you're cleaning the genitalia. Yeah. Sluicing the prostitutes. <laughs> Pouring it out. <laughs> oh, so I do that job. I think someone says that in the comments on that. On, on yeah, it's like, you want know. that fucking job, but yeah, <laughs> right, the first day, oh no. Best if we got the bloke. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Book this balance. Book those balls, sir. What an apprentice thing to do. Yeah, yeah. What I thought about, you know, that robot horses. Because yeah, my yeah, yeah, turned around yeah. and said, Do they have, they have robot horses? Yeah, they yeah, horses. Everything's robot. How can the robot horses don't go mad? That's a good point. If the snake does, the snake. even though the snake beats crap because he shoots it, he fucking misses it. But that happened in real life. That actually happened. But when he bit him, they're supposed to have milked the, the snake and the milk called Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't need the other fangs and he did bite him in real life. So when he's doing that, it's because oh. he did bite him in real life. That's why it looks so good. So that's the, 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 there was two incidents in this film that actually happened. There was one the snake bite and Yul Brenner had a piece of flak go out the gun into his eye. Oh, right, So yeah. he couldn't wear the contact lenses for a certain amount of time. That's why on some shots, he's got his normal eyes and in some shots, the guy has like mirrored silver thing going on. Because oh, right. what I do like the way in this film, I think the edits are done really well with because I know because you can tell this film is not made with big budget. Well, 1.6 million. Yeah, you can no. see that, right? But I like the way they do things, right? Like, like they love his face, and then the, the bloke will walk in front of the camera and then take the face. Off. Yeah, and I like yeah. the way they do that. It shows you don't need loads of money yeah. to do edits. And also that the the the, the 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 face is so good. It is. It looks so good. The only thing that, you know, when they're shooting the first time around, when Peter shoots him, like, he's obviously not a very good draw and he's obviously programmed to not be as quick. But isn't it, the only downside is it's technical of blood, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's like, it's it's technical and looks weird. It doesn't look good at all. It's like like paint, isn't it? Paint, yeah. Well, he gets shot three times. So you think, okay, that's a new pair of clothes and all that kind of stuff, you know. And and he's obviously been shot before as well because they do mention it, don't they? But I love that bit where he's goading him, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, this is where I think your Brenner, and there's a bit later on which I'll talk about, his acting in that is brilliant. Now, bear in mind, he only did this film because he was incredibly strapped for cash. Was it? He was broke at the time. And I think I do have it in the facts. So I think he only got paid a ridiculous amount. Not, not much at all. Really, just to get him out of the shit. And you think, right, he doesn't have any lines, in it? The only lines he has is in that bar. I was going to say, if you probably, probably, probably did all his filming in about three bloody days. They could have done, yeah. Easily, you know what I mean? Easily, because of yeah. shot out sequence, they probably did all these bits together, don't you? Well, no, you know when it all starts, 
they know something's going wrong, don't they? Because it's, it's, it's talked about all because I said there's been three occasions. Three occasions, and they say it's happened in in medieval world, Rome world. Now it's happening in Westworld, and there's malfunctions going on. And you get the one doctor, the main doctor, or scientist, I suppose you should call him, who's trying to say, look, you know, things ain't going too well here. No. None of them all look like none of them look like board members, do they? No, no, no. But there's the one who goes, hey, it'll be all right, we'll just fix it. And yeah. I suppose in the end, they're thinking, well, yeah, yeah, we yeah. will fix it. But that's the bit I find really weird. Not only their lab is just blinky lights, blinky lights, yeah, lots yeah, of yeah, blinky yeah. lights. The 70s, I thought tech lights are basically put loads of lights, loads of lights. It's like the same kind of thing, right? This is, I really am moving off quickly. Oh, God, in the professionals, right? In, <laughs> in the professionals, right, they've like a computer system where they go four, five, three, six. That was a bingo machine from the local bingo hall. <laughs> right? Well, people didn't know. They thought that was high technology. Really? Yeah. It's a bit like that in the general, in the prisoner episode, right? And uh, the general's this like, big Superman frame. And it's this big orange box there with two reels on, like yeah, an yeah. Italian job, you know, yeah, yeah. and a little ticker tape machine. And that was the future. Or like Orac in Black 7. Yeah. No, I mean, in Book Rogers. Yeah. It's just a clear box. Loads of words in it, weren't it? Brilliant. I love Orac. I want to watch that again, actually. Now, also, the thing is, we talked about this, that when everything starts going pear shaped, the whole place sort of goes into lockdown. Now, you can see where the budget is here because you don't really see any killing in medieval world apart from the one guy who is the, one of the guys we see on the, the train. Who will, he, I mean, I, do, I did really feel sorry for him because the the female rejected him, so that was a malfunction straight away. Yeah. And you can see he's like going, oh, damn. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Well, you think, you think about his character, he could, he's supposed to be quite nice. Mm. But, you know, he's meant to be the queen and he's going to ravish her. He mm. don't care. But I actually think he, the best payoff is that robot because when he has there and he's fighting with the Black Knight yeah. and the swords are really crappy now. They really are, you can yeah. see him bending. Because he's bending as you go. Right, because right? I just made out of aluminium. And they're doing the crappiest fight in the world. Mm. They're sitting this shit, right? But interestingly, when he kills him and Peter goes back later, the Black Knight's sitting next to the Queen on the yeah. phone. Yeah. So he's like, he's still doing his storyline that he wants to win. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. That's a great, that's a great, and if you notice as well, he's got his hand out. To take the Queen's hand. Yeah. But they're frozen at that moment. Yeah. Like he's still in the, he, you know, he's actually gone, broke his programme. Mm. And in the TV series, that's what it's all about. They don't want to go wild. Mm. They just want to live their programme and they don't inter- because they've got used to it mm. and they don't want to be interfered by guests. But that's the interesting thing. You think about it, that that's not really, apart from you picking it up, that's not really mentioned in this film. It is mentioned in the TV series that Sentinel Intelligence. Yes, it's all in Star it. Trek did that first with Data. Remember that one with Data's on trial? Oh, well, and yeah, yeah, yeah. says, no, he's now, he's, he's now breaking his programme because he wants to know emotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Therefore, yeah. he's no longer just an android. He's a sentient intelligence. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if Westworld TV series got a little bit of that idea from the, the Data thing. It could well be because, as I said, in the TV series, that it, it's done really, really well. Mm. Like... It starts off, and you, like you see, in the TV, you feel you like the people, and they're, they're all bad like that. But as it goes on, you think, man, no, they're not, they're mm. not really. They're just, they're just like trying to live their life, and you're coming in and enjoying yourself, shooting them up and mm. raping them and doing that. Because some of the worlds in the TV series are really good. You've got like a, a brilliant 1940s world that's okay. amazing mm. when they're going to break this person out of a Nazi thing, and like a, a, a Japanese samurai world. That bit is wow. insane. It's amazing. Who would want that? Okay. Right? That is amazing. I'd be scared. It's fucking hard. Yeah, right? yeah, and that's the thing with the Westworld. It's easy because you've got a gun in it. You know, yeah. like they said about the guns, they make all men equal, don't they? Mm. And that's what that is in that. That actually the bad people are the bloody people. This is what you want to do. You've got a modern world. You've got 
Because in Westworld TV series, when you go outside the world, they've got everything. Yeah. Everyone's ri- everyone's got money, everyone's got a job, but they're all bored. Yeah. They're all bored. Well, also, there's one point in it as well where the, the two main characters, the one he, the blind character gets bored. He goes, yeah. oh, I'll deal with it. It's yeah, and it's like you, you're pretty <coughs> bored of that because yeah. in a way, the, there's interesting in this, right? When it's safe, that's to me. That's still dull. Yeah. If you know you're gonna, a bit like paintball. Paintball yeah. can only thrill you a certain amount of times, but you yeah. think, well, it's just fucking paintball. It's just paintball, it? yeah. But as soon as then comes up, he looks like he's having a good time then, because yeah. at the end, when he's sitting down, he's not looking unhappy. No, no, he looks he's like not. He looked. He's smiling because he's had. He's had. Mm. He's had that thrill, hasn't he? A proper thrill. I think that's the thing as well. You just saying that as well. You know, I went on that stag weekend and I had to do one of those what they call escape rooms. Exactly. Room, yeah, and I'm like, you don't get into that, do you? I don't get into it, man. I'm like, I'd much rather go to the pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a stag do. Yeah. Anyway, that's beside the point. But we went in there, and the idea was we were supposed to be in this submarine, right? And you were getting hit with a submarine, and it was saying uh, like crash, crash, crash. So you had to go down to your knees and oh, right. put your head around anything. And I was doing it to start off with, and then this happened about eight times, right? And after about the, th- the third time, I was there going, what am I doing this for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no one can see me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know you're supposed to get into yeah, it, yeah. but I just couldn't. Yeah, yeah. And also, I was with my mate Neil and Ash, right? <clears throat> and they both, they both both looked at me going, oh, yeah, yeah. Could we do for a drink? It was so hot in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just weren't buying it. And that's why you know, people say, oh, the Doctor Who one, man, you should go to it. And they're going, I don't, I don't Yeah, but so, mate, so, right, through the speaker, they've got in there, and they come to you and said, oh, we've, we've had a problem. Right, the, the, the locks are broke. Hmm. We can't, you're going to have to really get out. You do it then. I have to get out. And that's the thing with this well, film, isn't I'll, it? I'd be like, I'd be there going, really? No, but no, so, no, so if something had happened, I don't oh, mean yeah. in theory, I mean, so, so something really did happen. Yeah. Right, if shit, then you'd fucking do it. Right, and you'd get out there. I suppose so, yeah. And that's the thing with this film, isn't so it? Like, he's has bored to until the end. Yeah. He's bored until the end. Well, not bored, because he's enjoying having... Well, do you do you think? I mean, the, you can see where this budget comes in as well, and this is not knocking the film as well because I think they did an amazing job with the money they had. But you know, and maybe they didn't they didn't need to show it because you don't see anything else that's happening in the media world. You see a little bit of carnage in Roman world. You do, yeah, already, yeah. man. You see all the slaves killing, the slaves all the, killing yeah, yeah, everybody, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? and so that gives you the impression of what was going on in Roman world. But you don't see any anybody else in Westworld either, apart from the gunslinger. Now. Is this because there is a brief mention that the gunslinger is the first one who has the upgrade, isn't he? So he has the the, uh, the, the vision, thermo, thermo, so yeah. the thermal vision also. But the gun, this is the thing I didn't get. The gun, all the guns are made so that it will only fire on detecting cold, cold. cold. So how does he shoot? How does he shoot him? How does he shoot him? Yeah, don't make any sense. Well, did I miss something? Yeah, no. There's a bit as well with Wright that when he when um. When he's going through medieval and he gets that girl down who's tied up in it, which is yeah. bad, she's tied up like She's that. tied up, yeah. Right? Give her some water and she blows up. Yeah. Right? How does Marjorie Barrett drink whiskey? Yeah. Is she, not, is she not one Going then? back to the genitalia bit. Yeah. <laughs> is that kind of like, maybe... Yeah, like, I think I you're thinking about... Think it'd be too but like I said, in the TV series, they looked at all this stuff. <laughs> because in the TV series, like, they, they created a drink, like the way Crichton could have a drink in... Red yes. Dwarf, didn't they? The yeah, final yeah. drink he could have. And data. That. And data, right? So in that, they found out that all the drinks in there, they picked their own drink. Like, oh. they're going out of their own drink because they're out, so it made it so they never stood out. Right, okay. And you can see the series, they've looked at all that, oh, you know, we like that. But how are we going to get around that? Oh, no, yeah, we'll yeah. make some kind of fluid 
that they can have. I suppose as well with the Michelle Barrett's character, the lady who owns the whorehouse, um, at that point, you don't know if she... That's the good thing about this. You, you don't, don't know, know if she is. Now, in the film, the only way you know about the robot is that... Even though they don't look that bad. They just look pasty. Pasty. Right? Yeah. Is that the same no, in the TV series? No. You no. do not know. Right. And like I said, there's a thing in... I don't know, because if you're going to watch it, and I'd say this to so anyone who's going to watch it, if you haven't watched it, I won't give it away, but okay. you never know. You Who's never know in the TV series. And the payoff, Many more wives said this. It's the best twist I've ever seen in a TV you show. Is Anthony Hopkins a robot in that? Oh, you know. I like can't say anything. Oh, okay. Right, but you'd never know because they're so good. Because in the TV series, that Westworld had probably happened. I did read that that they do class it as a sequel stroke. stroke yeah, a because re- when yeah. they're going at the beginning, when when they're getting all the town, they're bringing all the bodies in. There's a big like the big group of all the gunslingers. And they're looking through the the, the Delios staff and mm. they're going, oh, we want that one. And you look at the back and there's your Brenner's one there. Oh, man. And that's how they got around that, saying, well, well, no, that was a trial run. And they do talk about mm. the time when it happened before. Is Future World mentioned? No, the sequel to this. Future World's awful. Like... I don't talk about Future World, it's awful. <laughs> it's really awful. Uh, uh, I watched it very recently, actually. It was on Talking Pictures. Peter Fonda, wasn't it? It's really awful. Yeah. But that's how they got around that, right? I mean, and that's you don't know, mm. and you never know. And in the last episode, it pays off. It's a proper no fucking way. Oh, right, no okay. way. It's not amazing. Going back to like you when you yeah. saying that he, he looks really happy at the end of it. I think there's one. There's another bit in that. You know when they escape uh, from when they if uh, no does he get shot? No. Oh, they break him out of prison. Break him out of prison. They break him out of the jailhouse, right? Which I think they got, they got to rebuild that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they go off. The, they look the happiest they've ever been when they're sitting on that ridge just chilling out before yeah. he gets the rattlesnake. Yeah, yeah, They yeah. look the most happiest there. They're going, oh man, this is brilliant. And they're not in the town. Yeah. They're not dealing with people. No, no, no. And you think to yourself, they should have just done a city slickers style thing really, shouldn't they? Because they, they look really happy there. Now, when it all goes tits up and malfunctions stuff like that, the your brain thing when he's following I think he's brilliant because the way he does I said to, to, to my wife I told him I said he, when he does that walk where he's got his thumbs in his, his belt buckle. Completely calm. And completely calm walking along. Yeah. I think your brain is acting when he's confused about the light because he finds the heat, doesn't he? He's been damaged with the acid. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. didn't you throw more acid at him, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got three jugs of acid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. always think about that acid. How does acid stay in glass? I, I was going to say, why would we just have a jug of acid to <laughs> burn yeah, yeah, there? Yeah. But why doesn't he burn the glass? Is that yeah, a yeah. Uh, Anyone scientist? Please don't say. Yeah. But he can't distinguish between the person and the flame, can yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. But... Your Brenner's acting, the confusion on his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't say anything. It's just oh. brilliant, silent acting. He, he, I tell you what, he earned his paycheck on that. Just that one scene, he yeah, earned his yeah, paycheck. Yeah, yeah. But the fight between him and, and Peter, I think he's brilliant. The way he actually sets him on fire, great bit of stunt yeah, work yeah, there yeah. as well. But I remember as a kid being absolutely petrified when he stood back up again and then rolls over and the face falls off. Yeah, yeah. And you do look at it and you think, that's what it's like. That's, you know what that looked like? What? That looked like something me and you did when we were doing the Kid yeah, Vickers yeah. film. Listen, really it's another film that, if you watch this when you're 15, you fucking hell, you see nothing. But as you get a bit older, you think, no, I'm good. But I like that bit because when he, um, when he's like, when he can't get into it, right, and uh, he gets killed, and then he met, they met that bloke in the little bu- buggy. Yes. Right? Yeah. 
And he goes, you've got no chance. He goes, I've got a chance. Yes. And that's what's that interesting bit. It's that thing where he thinks he has got a chance. He has no, got a chance, yeah. He ain't that kind of person. No. He said he'd never shot anyone or never shot a gun. He'd never done anything like But he, he, he knew he had to be, mm. he had to be that role. Yeah, he'd become the new man. Yeah, the man. Yeah. Also, there's a bit when, when he's running away from uh, the gunslinger and he goes back underground and he doesn't know which way to go because there's no lights on, so the colour coordination isn't working. But that is solely, that is purely oppressive, man. Yeah. The way yeah. he's walking in corridors and everything looks the same. And you, yeah, you do yeah. think, I was thinking yeah. when I was watching it, and that's what I love about this film, the way it brings you in and you think, how's he going to get out of yeah, here? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. there doesn't seem to be an entrance. No, no. An exit. And like I said, then people stuck in the thing, you'd have some kind of emergency exit, wouldn't you? Oh, that, that, yeah, health and safety is pretty shit. Right, right. They just right. and let's have a computer, you're stuck, you're dead. Also, and what's that bloke going, open up. <laughs> Yeah, that's you're not going to be able to help my door. Yeah, no, especially as it opened inwards as well. <laughs> that's the But I also think he didn't bother to. Uh, that's the thing that bothered me when he looks through the window and he sees them all lying there. How does he know they're all dead? Yeah, he didn't try to open the door to no. help them. No, no, no. That bothered me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. thinking he's yeah. Okay, now don't get me wrong. You know, someone's after him, but he didn't try. Do you know what I mean? Well, I think that the thing that's like in this film, it's all about that being basically they're all really, really selfish. Yes, they are. It's the yeah. the generation, the me generation, starting where I am the most important thing. I like you know, I have no moral. I'm bothered. Mm. I'm bothered to do all this thing and then go back to your normal life. Yeah. Now, could you really do that? Could you ever live a normal life if where once every three months you go into this world? And murder and have sex and do all of you, then go back to your normal life. You well, never. That would end up becoming an addiction, though, wouldn't it? Within the TV series, that starts coming and that starts feeding into society then. Right. And the society starts breaking down then. Do you think we're at the point of that, though, where you start to get these sex bots in Japan? You know, the ones that look, I yeah. mean, incredibly real. Oh. They're still, I think, but. And then you get the ones like that can talk to you. I mean, it's bad enough. You, you get them on your phone where you, you can you, you see these apps where you can donate a virtual friend. That's, that's crazy. Really, that is like, whoa, man. It's, it's bad enough, I think, where kids these days that don't talk to it. I mean, we men being men just as bad. We just prefer to text instead of a phone call. Yeah, 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 yeah. But these days, there's no hardly any social interaction. You know, it's all WhatsApp and Snapchat groups yeah. and all this. We're, we're getting towards that way, you know. Now, we mentioned briefly that uh, the sequel to this was Future World, which came out in 76, which was three years later. And ironically, the story of uh, Future World is set two years after this event. Do you honestly think that'd be allowed to no. reopen? After be that mass murder. That mass murder of sheer malfunctions going on. And like I said, you would not, if you're in charge, when they knew something was going wrong, they wouldn't go, that's leaving. Yeah. And they'll be going, no, we're going to get them out now. Hmm. We're going to get them out now. Because in the TV series, they want to get them out, but they can't. Oh, okay. Because even the people who work in the park don't know who the robots are. Like in the TV series, there's no one knowing. Right. There's not like this. There's no one. So they don't know. Do you think that's a bit of a downfall of the TV series? Or does that add more suspense? It does add more because, like it said, you're following people who you think of. The, right. who are the people and yeah. they're not and then there's people who you think are the things and they're not and that's confusing and even like I said the heroes really in the series are oh, the robots oh, the robots yeah. And, like, the, yeah so you end up getting more the bad people the like Ed Harris Ed Harris is amazing because he's basically your benefactor oh okay right whatever he is I don't want to give too much away he could be either you never really know about that but he's a fucking badass in it. Right. Really, really bad. And he's doing some mad shit, like scalping and all that. Oh, right. Okay. A really mad fucking... Because in this, he's got like the... 
I'm so is he set in the cowboy world then? It is a cowboy. Like I said, does he dress like Chris from? Sort of, sort of later on. But you've got this scene. But in this, you've got the Indians as well. I know that's not the right word, but like I said, when I was it's in Westworld, it's Westworld. When it's I went to America and I spoke to a Native American to, once in a bar, we went through a uh, what you call it, a reservation. Yes. We, so we went to go into the shop to buy some stuff, right? And I was speaking to the back. I said, "What does he call us Indians?" Hmm. And he was, he was an Indian, he went, oh, call us Indians. I said, no, Americans, well, we Indians. He but, said, no, I suppose that's the thing we've never heard, though. Isn't that a trot? I mean, I, I don't know. No, 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 because I just don't think they're bothered. I thought, I thought it was going to be offended. He said, I'm not offended. No. He said, it's... It's, it's all the people being offended for them, aren't they? Like, which is the modern world, yeah. In the modern world. I, I'm sure that as long as you show them respect and... and yeah, like, I was like, fine. Like, 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 but that bit in it is really, you've got them in it. Because like I said, the West world in this is massive. It's an island. Mm. See, unlike this... In the TV series, you've got four big islands, and all these islands have got a world, and Westworld is ginormous. Hmm. It's got Mexico in it. Like, so when you go in there, you're going for six months. It's like a massive RPG. Yeah, so <laughs> like I said, there's a bit where they go down to Mexico to rob a bank, hmm. and then you see, you've got it all, and there's like, and, and that's the thing, cause, just because that's the budget. And it, I, I was reading what Michael was saying about this. He wanted a bit, but they just couldn't afford it. No, you couldn't. Do they it, couldn't no. afford it. Now, you, you said, I haven't seen this. You said you have seen it, or you, you listed some of it. Yeah. The TV series from 1980 called Beyond yeah. uh, Westworld. Um, what, what are your thoughts? I watched three episodes of it. It was on, it used to be on YouTube, and then someone took it down. Oh, right, okay. Not very good. Not very good. Like a lot of them things from the 70s, like the Planet of the Apes TV series. <laughs> oh, I love Planet of the Apes. I know you're like massive and that. Oh, no, but I'm a massive Planet of the Apes fan, massive, but the TV series, like, oh God, even for me. Yeah. Even for me. You know, it's like, like you know, the, yeah, the, the, what's it, Lord of Depreciation Returns, isn't it, right? Mm. You love the original product. And when you're really into it, you go down. I bit Star Trek, really, isn't it? Yes. You go down yeah. and down and down. Mm. And in the end, it gets to a point where even if you like the fucking product, it's like, oh, God. Yeah, I can't You must like that with Doctor Who sometimes. Yeah, it gets so yeah, much yeah. stuff. It's like, I, I love it, but I start, I'm interested in it with like Sarah Jane Mysteries or whatever. Did you yeah. like that? No, I, well, I've only ever seen about four episodes of that. Funny enough, I appreciate that more now that I'm older. Yeah. Because, like I've said this before about Doctor Who many a times. Uh, I, I know when I was younger obviously I watched it through young eyes when I rewatched it I was looking through my eyes thinking I was young again now I'm looking at it as an adult and enjoying it even more because now I don't give a shit about how bad the effects are and everything like that yes I do struggle a little bit with the Colin Baker and the Sylvester McCoy stories but that's not down to them that's just down <laughs> to um, shit casting but you- it's Bell reading it you know she didn't know what the fuck was going on <laughs> Richard Bryars a fucking man made out of liquid all sorts for God's sake you know I you think, can't accept did, 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 did the class that as the low as the low point is that one of the, the class that is the low I point I think it is and that, and that, again, is that the one with Alexis Sale in that episode oh, yes fucking that's a, I think that's a, oh I love Alexis Sale what the hell is he doing in that playing a DJ that's, that's a, I think that's a Colin Baker one I think yeah I think it is oh no it could be a dance anyway it's one of the later ones yeah no it is classed as that and that's no disrespect to Colin or Sylvester because they are fabulous actors and I do enjoy their doctors but yeah you know you you got that and also a time in my life as well where you know, when it went on hiatus, I ended up wanting to do other things and stuff like that. Uh, would you like some truth? Go on, man. You probably know all No, no, yeah, go on. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, like okay. I was saying, anyway. Director John Carpenter based the indestructible nature of his killer, Michael Myers, in Halloween on your Brenner's character in this film. Similarly, Arnold Schwarzenegger used Brenner's performance as the basis of his performance in the 1984 film. I think we're saying that. Oh, man, if John Carpenter would have done this film, oh, it would have been, oh, it would have been amazing. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a great film as it is, 
But a carpenter element in that. Oh, that yeah, that would imagine the music as well. Oh, oh yeah. Oh man. Uh, Yulbrun, as I said, was suffering from financial difficulties by the early 1970s and in a desperate need of money. With no other work on offer to him at the time, he reluctantly agreed to play this role for a knockdown $75,000, which comes out to around about £485,648.55 in 2000. I think that sums up being an actor. You can always go and do something and earn loads of money. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Kaching. Yeah. Uh, both Richard Benjamin and James Brolin were cast less than 48 hours before filming was due to begin. Oh, How right. mad is that? I sort of, I sort of like that sometimes, you know, because I think sometimes you can read it too much. Yeah, and you just... I think actors, I think if they put so much work into it, I think sometimes it can be a bit boring, I think, with that. It's a bit... No, you can see that. Uh, when taking shooting lessons for his role, Richard Benjamin trained with a revolver with intermittent unloaded chambers oh. so that he would get used to not anticipating the shots. Oh, interesting. Because of this, he doesn't blink when shooting. Oh, right, that's interesting. <laughs> I'm just going to watch it again. Though, it does, doesn't it? it? Doesn't it? The Western set was used in Blazing Saddles in 1974. As that Blazing Saddles exterior was set on the Warner Brothers backlot, this suggests that this version of Westworld was shot on one or more than film companies' Western studio. So it was a backlot, this was, yeah. It? So it was set in different studios. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, amongst the names originally mooted to play the two human leads were James Kahn. Lee. Oh, James Kahn a bit. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. if you want macho sense, But you couldn't person, have him playing... You'd have to be the smooth guy. He'd have to be, because he could do that, because he's great. Lee Majors? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was big dead in the 70s as well, though, weren't he? Elliot Gould? Doing the Peter role. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can see that. Ja- uh, John Voigt? Yeah, you can see that as yeah. well, definitely. And yeah. James Frankis- Franciscus? I don't know. I know that. However, these all proved to be either unavailable during the filming days or too expensive to use. The then 42-year-old William Shatner was oh. also seriously contemplated by the studio, no. but the producers struggled with ideas as who to cast alongside him. No, no, no. no, no they no. eventually decided to cast two younger, relatively unknown actors to make sure Yul Brenner remained the star. Oh, no, no, no. I love Bill Shatner. I love him. He could not have done this role. No. No, one thing Especially that do, and is, one thing you couldn't do is subtle. No, you could got to be subtle in this role, the Peter role, in it. Well, he couldn't. I couldn't. Could imagine him in any of them. Their no. roles. No. no, no, no. Could you imagine? I could imagine him in the Western too. I especially in '73 when he's at the the height of his uh, yep. singing uh, singing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we have some comments. So, okay, Nigel Bromley, uh, he asked me a question actually. How do how many times do you think you have watched it over the years? Oh, I said around about fifteen. I think. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon it's been a lot when we were kids. Well, oh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Richard Murden, uh, oh, looking forward to this discussion. A favourite over the years. Draw. Uh, Paul Wright, fabulous film. Only watched it a couple of years ago, but oh. needs a rewatch. Brilliant. Only watching that. I would love it when people have got that. Yeah, and then uh, they want to watch that's it. That's why I think my, my best thing about this podcast I like is like telling people who have not saw things because I think it's not familiar and watching it. Yeah. So like, that's amazing. Or haven't, well, as, as, uh, as Paul says, he hasn't uh, hasn't seen it in years and you're thinking, oh man, I want to rewatch this film again. So It's, not, it's, it's not on that much. I'm terrific. Like, Big problem. Edgar Wright talked about terrestrial TV now. Yeah. Don't show films anymore. Hardly show films no, I today. Mean, I think you're probably lucky on a Saturday afternoon on BBC Two. They yeah. do some good they stuff, don't they? Like talking. First Great Train Mob was yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. which I was like in absolute heaven thinking. And I ended up watching it on iPlayer because I saw it was on and I got, this is mad. I turned it on and it was about 10 minutes into the film. 
I couldn't have that. No, no, no. I couldn't no, have no. it. I, I, thought, I can't. No, I've got no, to watch no, it from no, the beginning. No, no, no. Um, Mark Benny, our friend Mark, uh, can't wait. So he's excited for this one. Just Adams, I watched Westworld in my early teens and loved it. Wasn't so fussed on the sequel movie Future World, but loved the TV show. It yeah. builds on the movie and yeah. goes so much deeper. It does, does. Uh, back to the movie, the original, the ordinary guy against the unstoppable, implacable, impl- sorry, got that one, machine, surely an inspiration for Terminator. Your Brenner looking like he just left the Magnificent Seven, a great watch. Well, that's what that is, isn't it? Yeah. This is like, right, because I think a lot of films then, you're competing for revenue. It worked a lot now, we had loads of advertising, so if you can put someone in Magnificent Seven, which is one of the great westerns, and I really would like Have to do that. Have we done that? No, oh. I really would like to do it. Okay, that's cool. uh, right. Are you sure we didn't do that? No. I can didn't tell. we talk about Steve McQueen? We have to, but I can tell you some brilliant Steve McQueen stories. I think we've done film. it. No, we haven't. We haven't. But why was we talking about Steve McQueen? I've, I've done it. Why would we talk about Steve McQueen? I but like, we don't have anything. It could be anyone meant It could be any podcast could be talking mm. about Steve McQueen. Yeah, because we talk about everything else. Everything else. But I would definitely love that film. And he's sort of playing that role in that, isn't he? I'm it? sure we've done it. No, we haven't. You sure? Yeah, 100% we haven't, because I do, I, you know what, yet again, I only saw it five years ago, I only saw that film five years ago, I didn't think I'd like it. I want to watch it again. And then, because, you know, the thing is, when you watch it, you think of bloody Three Amigos. Yeah, or the Dirty Dozen. <laughs> yeah, but it's amazing that we, we've got to do that, but okay. that must have been brilliant for me, oh, because that's what people did then, didn't they? Oh, look, there's that bloke out of that film, we'll go and see that, because he must be doing the same role. He must have done it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. what it is, isn't it? Uh, Mark Brockbank. Now I do apologise to our good listeners here. Unfortunately, I don't have my glasses with me, so I'm kind of squinting slightly. So I do apologise if I get your comment wrong. Uh, one of those films I always think of as a Saturday night flick, yeah. sort of thing which would be on BBC Two, opposite Match of the Day. Clearly a precursor to Critchen's later Jurassic Park. Cutting edge technology going wrong to the detriment of resort goers. Only with sentiment AI and computer computer viruses yeah. instead of genetic jiggery. Well, the interesting thing about this film as well, it's not really about computers because we didn't really know what they could do. No. It's a lot more mechanical, then, is it? Because yeah. all the things look like they're in your, like your TV might yeah. control. Cheap, cheap circuit boards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. uh, incidentally, there were three women on the little cart taking Martin and Blaine to Westworld. I get the idea for the blokes having grown up on Western films and TV, wanting to play cowboy. But what would be the appeal for the ladies, given the only women we see? That's a point. You know, it is true. It is true. There's three women on that. Are they robots, though? Well, guests. This is a guest because they all come too. But yeah, that's a good point actually. Because what? what, But Emma goes. Well, no, because I'd have a gun and I'd be doing all that as well. Yeah, maybe. I think there's a thing here. You get into the roles then of what uh, that what men and women like. Well, my wife loves guns. My wife loves guns. She shoots Mm. far more fucking guns than me. Yeah. Uh, All the TV she watches a lot ruder than what I watch. Just because women like these big things. You know, women don't like sex and violence. But we are talking about 1973 though. Let us know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, given the only women we see are the saloon owner, robot hookers, and a couple of passers-by, it's tricky to see how any woman woman Wait, is what? going to have a rip snorter of a holiday. Thinking the whole resort thing over, it's hard not to start finding it more than a bit seedy, oh. especially Roman world, which is selling the ancient world on the orgies and not the oratory. On the subject of robot leg over. Has some poor sod got the job of sluicing out the robots yeah, in nether regions as part of the overnight maintenance? And further to that, at the end of the movie, Martin gives a, gives a sip of water to the robot he finds chained to the dungeon, causing an electrical explosion. 
Does that not indicate that putting fluids of any kind into one of these things would be a very bad idea? Which would suggest that even if they were properly under-seated, at least one party's favour would be off the menu. Well done, mate. Good comments. It's very interesting as well, though. Don't you think that... You think about, right, you can create this world, yeah, right, where you can do any kind of world, do anything. You do amazing things. And what do you choose to do? Yeah. Murder. Sex. Sex. Yeah, and, and, oh, and gluttony. All, all of it's the seven deadly sins, isn't yeah, it? All the things you could do, you could have. Like, there's a bit in the TV series of Westworld, right? Like, it's a bit different in the TV, right? You've got all these characters. The town's massive with loads of people. So a bit like them games when you were a kid where you'd write something down and then you'd read yeah. it and go on. So if you're helping someone, that could lead you on to somewhere else. Hmm. Right? So it's like the stories in the, the TV series, like there's a prospector... Anyone who texts you to go and find gold, yeah. no one ever uses him. Oh. You've got all these other ones that can do, you can go on, uh, you know, you can go ride horses, you can go on a, uh, you know... Uh, Is this go, on a TV series? Yeah, you can go do rustling, or you could go on an adventure, mm. but no one wants to do it. So do those robots get bored? They just, they just don't do nothing in the end, they stop them, because oh. no one, because they realise that all people want. Is that kind Is of... That? And that's where you get into an interesting thing, isn't it? That humans, like, you give them freedom, and what would mm. they do? Destroy don't want to it. destroy it. It's not the planet. Yeah. Got a beautiful planet. What do we want to do? Well, I said you could do anything. You could build self-destruct- any world. Self-destructing attitudes. Yeah. Now, we, we did mention this briefly, so I kind of already know your answer, but for the sake of the listeners, I asked you this the other day when we was having our lunch. Yep. Uh, if you could choose a world in a resort, what would it be? Well, I've got two. I've said it. Is it? Oh, I know. 1930s Chicago. Yeah. I would love to be a bootlegger nice. in 1940 in Elliot Ness. Yeah. Oh, with my machine, machine gun, yeah. with my bloody uh, gangster smile on my arm, <laughs> driving around in fucking Fords, yeah, standing on the footplate, shooting off my machine gun. I could see Emma as well as like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love all that world. And the other one would be, I'd love to be in the World War II in a prisoner of war camp. Right. Got to lock hold it, mm. and I've got to try and escape okay. from Poland. I was going to say, not like oh, not the great escape, <laughs> not like Auschwitz. No, no, no. It's not a fucking prisoner of war. Really not for no, that. No, no, no. Something like that. You're getting into like kinky shit. <laughs> uh, right, right. But no, just doing that. You know, like trying to escape, being like the cooler king, being hits. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. he ought to mean it like that. Throwing the ball. I'm doing like that. What about you? You've talked about this. You're just a fucking weird pervy one as well. Well, you're fucking Greek. <laughs> fucking Greek. In Greece. We all know what Greece is. Right? Well, no, let's not go there. No. The Greek. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are not talking about the Cadbury Avenue. Game <laughs> not going down Bournemouth Boulevard. No, I just like. I think it's because of playing. Uh, although it's not my favourite version of Assassin's Creed, I really loved Odyssey for the for the. It's just Emma's so beautiful. Alone, she loves it. It's just the whole scene. I just love the idea that in Greek you had the the starting of philosophy. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. had the starting of art. You had you know beautiful kind of mythos. Yeah, yeah, yeah And all yeah. that kinds of the yeah, stories yeah. are great. And I just love, I love Greece anyway. And I love the idea of, un, you know, untouched Greece. Would you have a real Greece? Greece? Or would you have it like Odyssey when it was about the myths? No, because I, no, I don't want that. Because I don't want to be turned to stone. No, but that'd be good going against Medusa. No, nah, because uh, I'd be shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I'd go in there, go, oh! Yeah, 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 frozen yeah, to yeah. stone, and it'd be like, well, that's pointless. No, just... <laughs> yeah, just... Yeah. Just... Yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> 
This is really good. Hey. What if you snapped off? Yeah. Oh, that'd be my look. That's that's really that. so then, <laughs> you bastards. You bastards. I like it. Anyway, we need the calcium. You need to wheel out the vampires. Oh, yeah, Can you wheel it out there? Are you, is your back okay? Are you going to be all right there? Because it's heavy, isn't it? Okay. Oh, yeah. the thing's on it. No, be careful now. Be careful. You know what? This is not Westworld technology. <laughs> <laughs> is it the budget? This is the budget of Westworld. Come on, right, go ahead. Go ahead. Your turn next. It's my turn. I did the first. Emma did the second. Yeah, okay, my So the hand goes into the randomizer. You know what this is like? This is a bit like Peter Duncan in, uh, in Flash. Oh, yeah. 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 Have I got one there? Uh, yeah. Is yeah. one? Yeah. Is one? Oh, it is one. Oh, it is one. Good one. This is a long one. Uh, so we are doing... Oh! oh my God. The randomizer has picked out Magnum Force. Oh! Oh, you, know that, no, no. you know what? No, I can buy that Magnum. I can buy that dirty oh. Harry box set, the Blu-ray box set, the one into you know that we saw. Oh, I might get that. Thirty quid with all of them. Yeah, I'm looking getting that. No, I, do, <laughs> I do have the fortieth anniversary of the DVD, but I'm going to have to buy that as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are doing Magnum Force for the April. We're going edition. from one Macho Man into the Ultimate, the macho, ultimate man. macho Man. You know what? My hair is the same length as uh, Clint Eastwood's. Yeah. Should I do a dirty Harry hair? Oh yeah. <sighs> I can't look as cool as him. No, 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 no. Cool, no. Nothing as cool as seeing uh, Clint Eastwood on a motorbike outside Big Ben. Yeah, yeah. yeah and also a small book Queensway looking over Birmingham. Oh, Remember yeah. that picture? That yeah, 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 That's yeah. Cool. Anyway, so we hope you enjoy part three of our 12-part uh, epic. And if you've got any comments, you're going to hear all the information from Jen a little bit later on. Uh, have a fabulous Easter and we'll see you next month. Bye. You've been listening to Waffle On. If you'd like to get in touch or join the mailing list, you can by emailing the guys at waffleonpodcast at gmail.com. You can also have some waffly fun by joining their Facebook page. Simply type in Waffle On Podcast in the search bar and away you go. This has been a Waffle On production. Copyright Simon Meddings and Mark C. Kelly. The lusty, decadent delights of Imperial Pompeii. Notify ground crews.
Delta One, this is Mission Control. Roger, you're 2013. Sorry, you fellas are having a bit of trouble. We are reviewing uh, telemetric information in our mission simulator and uh, will advise. Our robots are programmed to provide you with an unforgettable vacation. Here at 7, breakfast at 6.30. Get lunch on your own. Don't look like much here, but we have everything. Each resort is maintained by reliable computer technology and peopled by lifelike robot men and women. 